Ladies and gentlemen, this is Countdown. This is BJ and Seth. I'm BJ. This is Seth. And you are listening to the non-wrestling edition of Mining for Mayhem, where we count down the top five. And today's category is theme songs that rocked your childhood. How are you today, Seth? Um, I'm pretty good. Pretty cold. It's gotten back to the cold weather, though, down here. Yeah, we got we got warm weather where it was 30-plus degrees for about two days, and now we're back to below 20 again. Isn't that like a bushfire problem up in Queensland right now? Yeah. it's There's down near Brisbane, I think, there's something on the Sunshine Coast, and apparently there was something about an hour away from where I live. I didn't even know about it. But we've had dust storms as well. Yeah, well, we've had actual, like, thunderstorms. And that's probably the best way to split difference between Victoria and Queensland. While you guys are having bushfires and dust storms, we're having thunderstorms and we're happy to have, like, 20 degrees as our top. (laughs) Uh, All right. So let's get to it. All right. So theme songs that have rocked our childhood. All right. What is your number five? So my number five pick is Neighbours, the introduction song to Neighbours. Um, anybody who doesn't know, Neighbours is an Australian soap opera set in Melbourne. And it has a really sort of catchy tune as its introductory song that, like, sort of gets you to the familiarity of all the people in the sort of court that they live in. That is an iconic song. I can't even believe I didn't think of that, especially when I'm watching Neighbours almost every night. Shamefully. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a pretty good song, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a real good tune. And they've had several different singers over the past I think it's been out for 30 years now, but... Yeah, they've had it remade a fair few times. Yeah, a few different editions of it. Yeah, what a wonderful choice for iconic songs that rocked our childhood. All right, so for me, coming in at number five, we have a song from my childhood on ABC Kids called Arthur. Ooh. Have you heard of that one? Yes, I have. I've heard of that one. That is one that every Australian kid from the 90s should know. It's Actually, I'm pretty sure it's still on today. But it just starts off with every day when you're walking down the street. And I'm trying so hard not to sing that right now. <laughs> I can vouch that it's still played today. Because um, yeah. I've watched it a few times with my baby sister, so... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so not a bad show. Well, it's so hard not to sing. Like, when you say the words, you can't say it and not sing it. Yeah, exactly. It's like how when you're trying to quote Michael Cole and you go, the big dog, it's boss time. Yeah, that's that sort of thing. Yeah. No, that's... I used to come home from school and I used to watch Arthur every day when I was on ABC Kids. That's fair enough. It's quite the show. Mm. All right, so 
What is your number four? Number four, Family Guy. It's oh. got such a sort of catchy intro tone. And I'd, as a kid, I didn't watch much Family Guy because it was the more adult show, according to my parents. It was yeah. um, it was like because um, it all was, it had those crude sort of jokes, and even the introduction had a few sort of cruder jokes. But it was it was fun and it was catchy to sing along to. Yeah, well, I would say it's more. Of, it's definitely not kids show. It's more for mat- it's for mature audiences. But when you look at The Simpsons, you think it's harmless. You think, oh yeah, kids can watch this, no problems. But you go on YouTube and for The Simpsons, there's all these behind-the-scenes jokes that no one would pick up on. Like you'd have to have a really, you'd yeah, really um, go looking for it. I think there's one that's like Sneed's Feed and Seed, and it was formerly Chuck's, if I remember correctly. And that sort of ends up as like Chuck's fucking suck or something. <laughs> but no, Family Guy is a very funny show. It's Family Guy and American Dad that both have those catchy songs. Yeah, indeed. All right. So coming in at number four, sticking with the kids section of this show, I've got something that I've seen on. Um, Amazon Prime recently that I watched all throughout my childhood was Angela Anaconda. Oh, I've never seen that one. And it's one of those the character sings her own theme song and it's just like oh, <laughs> it's so catchy. I used to I used to know all the words off by heart to it. And it's this normal little girl with a friends and all the names are so weird like you've got Angela Anaconda you've got Nanette Manoir you've got um I can't even think of what the other names are there's Gordy or Gordy LaForge or no hold on that's Star Trek but no you've got some really Johnny Labotti who loves Italian pizza all right, so what is your number three? My number three is one that should be very familiar to viewers from anywhere in the world. It is Pokemon. I believe it has multiple intro themes, but um, the original one is just the most catchy. It's the one that reminds me of my childhood, and it's something that I'd sing at school. It was yeah. such a fun theme song about, like, friendship and, like, being one in, like, together with your Pokemon. Yeah. Is it sad that I still know the words to that? Oh, no. I still remember those words, too. It's the only Pokemon theme song I know, other than the original, off the top of my head, was Season 13 on a Sinnoh League Victors. Oh, geez, That's very specific. It was one of my favourite seasons from the Sinnoh region. And it's the first time Ash made it to the semi-finals. Oh, okay. And I didn't know that. It's also the last season that Brock was in. Yeah, I may or may not be a bit of a Pokemon fan. <laughs> That's fair enough. Pokemon's great. Mm, I think... I know the Sinnoh region almost off by heart. 
I know Canto off by heart or the Canto season. I'm currently already watching Jodo. It's still really weird. Out of curiosity, what's your favorite area? I'm or trying region. To think, oh, I'm trying to think of all the areas because you've got Canto, then Johto, Holland, then Sinnoh. Then after Sinnoh. It's Univer after Sinnoh. That's right. Univer's black and white. Then after Univer, you go to X and Y, which is. I can't think of X and Y. Yeah, it's been a while since I played those two. I, and then after X and Y, because that's still on Netflix, you've got the region that's based on Hawaii, Sun and Moon, the Aloha region. Ah, uh, yeah. I still like... Uh, t- if you go and by the TV series, my favourite region's... I want to say Sinnoh, but how can you go past the original? Yeah. And if you're going by the game, I've got to go either the gold and silver region or the heart gold and soul silver region. Because not only do you have Johto in there, but you, you also have it connected to Johto. Yeah, that was fun. I've got I've to say, always... like, I loved, as much as I loved the heart gold, soul silver, um, Johto slash Kanto region. Unova was the best game region for me. I need to replay that. I need to buy myself a Game Boy that actually works and buy the Pokemon games or a laptop and just play the emulators. Yeah, true. Emulators work pretty good these days. Mm. And then... What is... But yeah, so video... The TV series, it's Sinnoh. The video game... Yeah, it's got to be Johto slash Kanto. Yeah, good call. All right, so coming in at number three. I've got to go The Simpsons with this one. The Simpsons? Yeah, it's one that... I've been listening to that one since I was a little kid. Yeah, it's been around for a while now, hasn't it? Be what, well, 30 years now? Uh, I'm going to get specific and say 28, because if I remember correctly, it was bought The Simpsons. I'm as old as The Simpsons. Ah. If, okay, if, well, that makes it easy to remember, doesn't it? If my facts are correct, The Simpsons aired in 1991. So it's nearly 30 years. Yeah. So very close. It's a long range for a cartoon TV show. Yeah. And they even had a movie come out of it. Where they had... Where the theme song was actually played by Green Day. Yeah. And the little startup thing for 20th Century Fox was done by Ralph Wiegand. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Uh, that's going to sound horrible on the podcast. <laughs> uh, Alright. I mean, they're still going strong. They're up to... Actually, no, they've done more than 30 seasons, but I'm pretty sure 
they're making more than a season a year, or they were at one point anyway. Yeah, they've been pushing out a fair few episodes, and they're just getting higher in their visual quality. Like, mm. you can see, if you watch from season one to now, you just see how much it has improved. Oh, yeah. All right, so they've got exactly, from what I'm seeing, 30 seasons exactly. Oh. So that's like 1.1 a year or something like that. Well, my facts are incorrect because, well, the original network is on Fox. The original release date is December 17th, 1989. Oh, God. So that does make it 30 years? Yeah, 30 years this um, December. But what I'm thinking is maybe it's been 28 years since it aired in Australia. Yeah, that would make sense then. It's the only thing I can think of. Simpsons in 1991 sticks out for some reason. Alright, so what's coming in at your number two? Number two? Now, this was the show of my childhood. Um, Star Wars The Clone Wars. It had like... It was your sort of typical Star Wars theme but it was made more fun, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. it's had the original fanfare that the all the Star Wars movies had, but then it had a unique twist on it that sort of played really well into a short intro. So I really... I used to love that theme, and I'd sometimes sort of, like, hum it to myself in primary school and whatnot. But, yeah, Star Wars The Clone Wars, even to this day, that theme I really love. I might have to go look that one up because as that was a theme song of your childhood, that was actually a theme song of my teenage years. Yeah, it shows the age difference, doesn't it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was a... When did I turn... Um, this is making me think now. When did I turn 13? 2000 and... How old am I now? So I need to take off... So 15 years ago, I turned 13, which would make that 2004. That's when I turned three. (laughs) All right. So coming in at number two with the hardcore rock of the guitar, was the Power Rangers. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just the iconic... Um, yeah, that's absolutely horrible. <laughs> but yeah, no, the Power Rangers and their theme, they sort of almost irredefining that TV show. Yeah. I mean, and they're still going strong today. Yeah, they are too, aren't they? I may or may not have kept up with the Power Rangers as much as <laughs> I have. Well, the Power Rangers at one point belonged to Disney, and then Saban bought it back from the Power um, Disney. But that Power Rangers movie, that was just trash. 
Yeah, it wasn't too good. Yeah, Haynes Saban, who owns the Power Rangers, um, did like the first lot of seasons with Zordon in it. And then when they killed off Zordon, I think they did two more seasons after that. And then Disney bought it for about five years. Yeah. All right, so that's our number twos. Now it's down to the number ones. The number one is the most iconic theme song from our childhood. What is your number one? My number one is The Simpsons. You said it is your number three. (laughs) But for me, I grew up entirely on The Simpsons. That was how my weekend was spent, just binge-watching Simpsons episode after Simpsons episode. And sort of, as you mentioned earlier, with the um, Green Day cover of the Simpsons intro, it sort of highlighted the simplicity of it. Like, the f- t- only two words were the Simpsons. And then from then on, it was just do, 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 just over and over again. And it was sort of, it was simple. It was catchy. And it was something that you could sing along to without even trying. Yeah. It's one of those songs you just nonstop hum unwillingly. It'll just come on. Exactly. And it's iconic too. Like, even if you're not a big fan of The Simpsons, you know The Simpsons theme song. Oh, yeah. And I mean, who doesn't know the... Oh, I was going to say who doesn't know The Simpsons theme songs, but I'm sure there's a couple of thousand people out there. Somewhere, probably. Uh, all right, so number one, I'm really torn with this one because one theme song was more iconic than the other, and the other one sort of was my childhood, but they were both a big part of it. So I've sort of got a dead heat for number one, and I'm really torn between it. Cause, oh, okay. So first song, so I've got a dead heat for number one. So technically you could almost say I've got six songs, but the two songs tied at number one are Friends by The Remembrance. Yeah. The I'll be there for you. Yeah, everybody knows that one too. And then for the one that I knew off by heart that I would sing along to every day on Channel 7, when it would come on after school, because I'd finish at 3.30 and it was on either 3... I think it was on after play school, actually. We'd watch play school as a, like, six-year-old kid and then switch over to Channel 7. Going back to the Power Rangers, but more specifically, the Power Rangers in space. And this, this was the season that they actually had a crossover with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wait, that happened? Yeah, but it was so trippy because one thing from the 90s that I wasn't aware of because I wasn't aware of the live-action Turtles. I was only aware of the normal ones. Yeah. Heroes in a Half Shower, Turtle Power, was um, they had five Turtles. 
Ah, did they? Yeah. Which artist was the fifth turtle? Uh, it was a female one. Oh, okay. But yeah, the Power Rangers in Space theme song would... It was a basically the way the Power Rangers worked. It had Zordon as the leader of the head in the big cylindrical glass, whatever it was, who'd yeah. give the Power Rangers instructions. It, there was three seasons of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Then... It went to um, Power Rangers Zeo and Power Rangers. Then it went to Power Rangers Turbo. But somewhere in between, they had um, a Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers where the Power Rangers, for like 20 episodes, whatever it was, got turned back to kids. Yeah. Temporarily. But yeah, so that. Power Rangers, the Zeo Rangers, the Turbo Rangers. And then at the end of um, the Turbo Rangers, one of the the Blue Ranger was the little kid Justin. And all the Rangers got in this rocket, but Justin stayed behind to spend more time with his dad. And they all flew up out into space. And then the Red Ranger was iconic TJ. And then they went into space and they met up with Andros, who was the Red Space Ranger. They'd all lost their turbo powers. They'd become the Space Rangers. This was a series where they had the Psycho Rangers that could imitate the Power Rangers and knew the Rangers' moves before the Rangers knew what they were going to do. But it was by far one of the best Power Rangers seasons ever. And, I mean, it shows that rocket going up. And it goes, five, four, three, two, one. Rangers in space saying contrast to outer space now. Go Power Rangers, go Power Rangers, and I still know this theme song. It may or may not be on Netflix. Oh, well, that's how you know it's an iconic theme song. Mm, They have. Actually, I'm pretty sure they have every single episode of the Power Rangers on Netflix. They also have three movies. They have the Mighty Morphin movie, the Turbo movie, and then they had, I wouldn't call it a movie, but it was like two episodes put together as a special, whatever it was. Ah, yeah. A made-for-TV sort of movie special. Yeah. But yeah, that's... Ah, here it is. So they had three seasons of the Mighty Morphins. 3.5 was the Alien Rangers. Then it went Zeo, Turbo, Power Rangers in Space. And at the end of the Power Rangers in Space, this is... you. I've probably shared a meme on Twitter at some point where you've got the five Rangers standing on top of the building with the Silver Ranger leading the pact. And then you've got Andros, who was the Red Ranger, up in the enemy's mega ship fighting Astronomer, who just happened to be his sister. And then to save the galaxy, he had to smash Zordon's glass and kill Zordon. Okay. So 
the Rangers in space was the very last episode the Rangers were in. Oh, Zordon was in, I mean. But then from there it went Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed Rescue. And it was basically they weren't getting given their powers. The powers were getting built into this badge or this bracelet or watch or whatever it could be or a sword. And that connected them to the morphing grid. Yeah. And they've had so many crossover episodes where Rangers from previous seasons would come up and team up with the current Rangers seasons. And then you had the Power Rangers Wild Force, which was um, the Power of Ten. And that had every Red Ranger from the past ten seasons to teaming up. And then it, then it went into that really weird Disney era where they stopped doing the crossovers. Yeah. And then I think, I think, Toon Disney, Toon Disney, Toon Disney. And then it wasn't until RPM that they bought the rights back off of Disney. And then they did season 18 and 19, which was the Samurai Rangers. Then it was season 20 was the Mega Force and Super Mega Force, which is something they're doing now. They create a season. Then afterwards, they'll do like, you've got Samurai, Super Samurai, Mega Force, Super Mega Force. Then you've got Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge. Yeah. And you've got Ninja. Oh, so apparently they've got a new season called Beast Morphers. Okay. But yeah, it's currently on Nickelodeon. It used to be on ABC Kids, as in American ABC Kids, I'm assuming. After it came off Jadix for years. But yeah, so Friends and Power Rangers in Space were probably the two most iconic songs from my childhood. Yeah, I could see why. Easily. The one thing I want to do is buy a morpher. Just my wrist. (laughs) Because, I mean, I see on Twitter, everyone has their wrestling memorabilia. All I want is Power Power Rangers memorabilia and Yu-Gi-Oh memorabilia. I want to get one of those Yu-Gi-Oh dual discs. Ah, yeah. That would be wicked to have. Yu-Gi-Oh was another show that rocked my childhood. And then they just sort of lost me after that. It was after GX, they went into something like 5DS or something really weird. Yeah. And then they got Pendulum Summoning. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, so that's our top five for this episode, episode two of Countdown. So just a recap of what our five to one was. I had... I'm trying to think of what I had now. I know I'll go I, first while you want yeah. to think. So go my five it. to one was Neighbours, Family Guy, Pokemon, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and The Simpsons at number one. Right. Because you wrote yours down, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> that was my mistake. It uh, was my massive mistake. I had it five. I can't even remember what order they were in at one point. So Simpsons was number three. 
I had Angel or Anaconda at number four. I had something at number five. I had. You had Power Rangers at two, I believe. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yeah. There was another show from ABC Kids. There was Angela and Anaconda. And then there oh, was... was number five. What's that? Arthur. That's what. Hold on. Was it Arthur number five, Angela and Anaconda number four, or was it the other way around? No, it was Arthur five, Angela and Anaconda four. <laughs> I came in with the general idea of what all my songs were, and I just had a mental mind blank. I'd just like to point out, I am not on the Bubbly's mind. I have not touched the Bubbly since the actual Mining for Mayhem episode. But no, that has been our countdown. We will see you guys next week. Stay tuned for this um, next Monday, because this Saturday we are recording with RJ from Ringside Brands. So it's another big episode for us. Um, you can find me, Aussie Lucian, Seth. Peggles underscore underscore too easy we will see you guys next week for another episode of countdown stay tuned on twitter and we will release what our um, topic for next week is see you guys Bye. hey this was really fun we hope you liked it too seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through goodbye goodbye good friends goodbye Cause now it's time to go But hey, I say, well that's okay Cause we'll see you very soon, I know